Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and Dave, who's dancing. That's, that's, uh, this is my bushwhacker strut there. Okay. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you, mm. Welcome to <laughs> FM 99 of the Fox's first only wrestling podcast, Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. Good morning, everybody. And we are here to do a discussion into all things professional wrestling this week. In particular, we're going to be uh, talking about the big, uh, another round of uh, roster cuts that WWE made, and we're going to be reviewing Hell in a Cell. Uh, those are going to be the big topics for today. Uh, boy, these roster cuts are becoming pretty frequent at this point. Yeah, um, but we'll get, we'll get into all that first. We got to get into the business. Like the easiest way for you to find us all the time is on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. That'll bring you to the media tab where you can find ESPR and link you to our most recent episode each and every time. You can also find all of our episodes on all your podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. We greatly appreciate it if you do. Um, it will help us get in front of other people, which is really the biggest thing we need is to find more, more ears, if you will. Um, but we appreciate every review you guys leave us. In addition to this, you can contact us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and on the Twitter at ESPR99. You can also email us at any time, ESPR at FM99.com. Nice and simple. So, uh, without further ado, I guess we get, uh, let's do the, I guess the roster cuts first, because that's news. So let's uh, jump into our news segment. And um, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about that. Uh, it was a lot of NXT names, um, in addition yeah. to some backstage people that people will be less familiar with. Um, but a few names that jumped out at me, they got released. Fandango uh, was one of them. They also released um, Tyler Breeze, uh, his tag team partner. Um, Marina Shafir, uh, kind of the last of Shanna Baszler and R- Ronda Rousey's buddies. Yeah, I was surprised that, you know, with the uh, ever other cut with uh, jasmine uh that that jasmine like that she didn't go to because that because they're yeah, the same i group, was surprised right? by that as well well and yeah, it was no, funny is is i thought that when they just re-debuted her husband marina's husband uh roderick strong in this yeah. new group uh uh the the diamond mine i think is what it is or whatever um they yeah. just re-debuted him uh, with that and i thought that for sure that she was hanging around because he was hanging around but i guess i was wrong um, Tony Nese, the guy I never really feel like got to do much in WWE. He's incredibly talented, but he never seemed to find a, a real character that worked for him. Um, about as deep as his character got was he'd walk out and count his abs. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, it's <laughs> not really a character. It's kind of boring. Um, but he was incredibly talented between the ropes. Uh, the Singh brothers who, you know, bumped around for Randy Orton like crazy when he was feuding with, uh, um, Oh, I can't think of his name Jinder, now. Help me. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Yes, Jinder Mahal. Uh, you've got uh, some more NXT names here. Tina Sabatelli, uh, Marco Huaz, or Huaz. Um, you've got Kurt Stallion. Killian Dane. That was one that I was bummed to see because him and Drake Maverick had a pretty fun pairing as a tag team. That was disappointing. Yeah, and that's uh, Nikki Cross's husband, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So that's, again, interesting. We'll see what happens, I suppose. Um hey. Yeah, these guys obviously never completely clicked. The, the who made it to WWE. I like Fandango and I like Tyler Breeze. I mean, I know they were a comedy team, but in NXT they were great. They just never got to be, have that chance mm-hmm. in WWE. And Tyler, like for the longest time, 
I mean, he was a long hauler in NXT with, you know, all he, the stuff that he, he did. He, he was the, he, he was almost like before um, it became um, Andrade's job, he was like the gateway guy in NXT. Like you, you had to have a great match with him to prove you could, <laughs> you could, you could go in NXT. And the, um, and the one match that one Justin Thunder uh, Liger match that uh, he ever had, or Justin Thunder yes. Liger, um, was against Tyler Breeze. The one match he had, it's still great for for Liger, who I saw in his prime, um, still you know putting still, on great stuff. Yeah, it's still a really really good match. So yeah, uh, I remember being impressed by that too when I saw it. So um, one other thing I'd like to point out is that in addition to that, one of the other releases here was Kenise Mobley. I'm hoping I'm saying that name right, and she was the WWE writer who was doing an interview and talked about how she didn't know anything about professional wrestling when she got hired for the job. And she instantaneously became the target of all of the angry fanboys on the internet who decided to try and shame her and say God awful things to her, um, all for taking a job. Um, that's not her fault. That's not her fault at all. That's what WWE was looking for. They were looking for TV writers that has nothing to do with, it's not her fault at all for applying for a job that she was qualified for, according to what they were looking for. Um, and first of all, she can. Nobody knows anything about characters from a show before they join the show. You know, they, you know when you when you're starting on a project. I mean, she can learn about them as she's writing for them. She was brand new. Um, secondly, WWE wants TV writers. That's what they want right now. And I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea to mix in a little bit of people who don't have a history in the wrestling business with people who have a history in the wrestling business because it, it allows you to have different ideas coming together. You, you do need a, you do need a mix because you yeah. need somebody you know has the storylines and, and we do see some storylines rehash because it's wrestling. I mean, nothing hard to be original, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, for people have been watching wrestling since the '80s mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, this happened. Well, you know, not everybody maybe has seen that. Uh, the other thing is you need other ways to present some storylines. I'm fine with it. I mean, I kind of wish at times it relied a little more on the wrestling side. Um, I agree. It might be as problem as the directing, you know. It's, but it's. Uh, um, uh, you know, it, it's, I have issues with the directing more than the writing because if, when I'm watching the match, I, it's almost like I'm going to have a headache because of all the damn cuts that they're doing in the match. I don't need all these angles. No. You know, just just give me the pure wrestling match and then, you know, we'll work on the storyline. But that, that's a separate topic for another day. But. <laughs> I, I would just I would just like to bring up that she, yeah, maybe she shouldn't have said on that podcast because we all know how they are. But here's the problem. When people say, oh, well, she shouldn't have said that on the podcast. She shouldn't have said that on the podcast because we know how wrestling fans are, unfortunately. And wrestling yeah. fans, by and large, especially on the internet, are are douchebags. I mean, by and large. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of wrestling fans out there who are understanding, who 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 are, are rational people. But there is a vocal uh, group of wrestling fans who are just terrible people and look to tear people down like this. And uh, way to go. Congratulations. You got a woman a woman who just got a job fired. Congratulations, you jerks. Um, I, so this is, I hate John, this that This is the same happens. group that uh, we love Seth Rollins. We love Seth Rollins. Seth does mm -hmm. this. We hate Seth Rollins. Uh, we want Becky Lynch. They haven't turned on yeah. her completely yet, but um, wait, I'm waiting for the Cesaro turn to happen in like two months when they get fired. Yeah, when Cesaro actually succeeds, all of a sudden we'll be tired of him. <laughs> you know, we don't want it this is what it is no yeah <laughs> once you get once you get what you want you don't want it anymore yeah so in any event um that that was just bothering me throughout the whole thing but uh, i wish nothing but the best to everybody who was released um and don't be one of those people please that um 
is rejoicing over somebody losing a job. I've seen a couple of people posting about like, oh, you know, they never liked Fandango anyway. He was, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like almost happy about the fact that, you know, I'm just using Fandango as an example of one of the ones I saw. They're happy about the fact that the said person lost their job because they never liked them anyway. I'm not happy unless somebody is is a, a horrible person in 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 the uh, the you know the guys of they've they've hurt somebody they've done something awful whatever then I, then maybe I'll be excited about them losing their job but just somebody losing their job because you didn't like them that's a that's a jerk move I I want all of these people to succeed yeah. and I hope they all find tremendous uh, um, success outside of the WWE uh, I think Fandango and Tyler Breeze in particular could do very well in um I, I think they could do well as a tag team in um what do you call it in in impact to be perfectly honest they'd be great in impact but i also think they could do a spot for aew maybe just as a fun one-off or something absolutely i mean uh because we're seeing some of these other cuts uh showing up where they might end up some they may come back now i don't see there these these recent cuts i don't see any of them coming back no probably not probably you know but but see samoa joe back in nxt uh some sort of role um you know I'm, i'm surprised with like mickey james like they didn't use her even if she was gonna be in the wrestling role to be a trainer or to be a mentor and maybe use her time to time, you know, in matches and stuff. I mean, I've always thought she was so talented, you know, but it's just, but when you don't see these guys getting used and I have to be honest, Sean, when, the, when these releases came out, I forgot that a lot of these guys still worked in WWE only mm-hmm. because they weren't on television. You know, I mean, I always loved like said the fashion police and I forgot, well, yeah, they were, they were in NXT. They're gone. And, you know, and Kelly, Kelly and Dane with the whole Drake Maverick thing, you know, I enjoyed that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, sanity. Gone. Hey, by the way, speaking of sanity, I, I want to transition here. Uh, Nikki Cross, the whole superhero thing. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's the not whole, my favorite. Chad, but yeah. it's, I, what I love though is it's not it's not my favorite. I don't I don't love it, but we'll see where it goes. I mean, you know, I, when the hurricane debuted, I thought it was dumb too, but that worked out pretty well. Um, <laughs> so I'll give it a chance and see where it goes. It just it immediately hit me like what what you know um, well according to her is, is her idea that she pitched the yeah, timing just yeah. seems weird because of everything that's been going out with her and charlotte and her and rhea ripley at like like in the middle of that you're gonna do this but maybe if, if it helps her you know win matches yeah. and get over like she's getting well, tv time anyway so what well, i love and you can go back to the internet wrestling fans yet again because they were dude they were crapping all over this idea um, and then Nikki came out and said it was her idea, and all of a sudden they're like, "Well, it might be good. It's good for Nikki, you know." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, yeah, 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 sure." Now, now I see how this is. If WWE comes up with the stupid idea, it's a stupid idea. But if Nikki came up with the stupid idea, then we love it all of a sudden. Um, Philip says he feels like the only person who could pull off the superhero gimmick was the Hurricane. I agree and disagree because I enjoyed Mighty Molly, and I enjoyed superhero oh, okay. and training. Superhero and training was was a lot of fun. So I think that it can be done. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they they're both great. I love the I love the superhero training. That was uh Rosie, right? Or is that Jamal? Mm-hmm. I forget. That was Rosie. That was Rosie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it was a good comedy character, but people got behind them because it was silly. Mm-hmm. And they and they were likable characters, kind of like the Hurricane. I mean, it was and like, it led to big moments for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, think we can think of some big moments with the Hurricane, dude. When he tried to choke slam Austin and Triple H, I about lost it. I about lost it. Like that was, I, I I wish that they had sold for him. You know what I mean? Like I wish, that, like, and I know occasionally he got it off, but I wish more people would have sold for him on that. Um, 
And you know what's funny is in this day and age, I think people would sell for something like that just for the pop. Uh, yeah. But in any event, uh, look, it, it's not my favorite thing that I saw right away. Just I saw what she could do with that character in, in NXT she had. But hey, you know what? Uh, there's no guarantee this won't work. She has the. I'm going to tell you right now, she has the energy and the bubbliness of 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 somebody who could maybe make this work. So we'll see. I'm just going to uh, give it a chance to see what happens. That's what kind of you know. Yeah, when, when the last year when she, you know, she was kind of a shining star before the performance center, or not performance center, before the Thunderdome, uh, Thunderdome happened. She was kind mm-hmm. of a shining star with all that stuff. You kind of like Lexi Bliss's cheerleader and everything. She was so much fun. Like her personality came out. Like we knew it was there, but it finally came out in WWE because right, in NXT right. it was you know such that's a different level, which was uh, you know so so fun to watch. Um, you know, like is, uh, her being gonna come back. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. If, if I'm them, well, I'm there. building her up. If I if I'm if I'm them, I'm building her up between now and uh uh maybe next WrestleMania. Uh and seeing if I can get the Hurricane to come back and do a a mixed tag team match with her. Wait, is he still working there or did he is he not there? Did he come I think back he's still there. with like some behind so, so I think he's still there. Yeah. But either way, it's not like he's more than a phone call away if he's not there. So <laughs> True. Um, True. Yeah, I think that could be a lot of fun. I mean, they could even go with it at SummerSlam too if they really want to. But I think I think you hold off on doing it just so she doesn't get overshadowed by the hurricane. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't want to do it too soon. Yeah. Right. All right, Sean, are you excited for this? AEW going back out on the road. Uh, Wednesday's Dynamite is going to be from Houston, Texas. I am big. excited about that, to be perfectly honest. Yes, it, it's it's a big deal. Wrestling is getting back out on the road. And this just isn't uh, a bias on one company or another. I'm just happy wrestling is getting back out on the road. Um, I don't know that Texas would have been one of the first places I chose, but you know, hey, they've been in Florida for the last year. They've already been in the midst of all the crazy people. Um, yeah, I, I you know, I, I'm just excited about. It. I'm excited to see live fans at wrestling events again. I'm excited to see fans um, who aren't necessarily. This sounds silly, but the Jacksonville fans, I feel like at this point, were probably a little bit um, not coached, but like almost like Pavlov's dog. Like they had, they kind of had the responses built in, you know what I mean? Like they, they knew how to respond because they'd been doing it for yeah. months and months. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I'd, I'd like to see it get back on the road and see how I love seeing how live crowds respond to things. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, the Houston crowd reacts to Kenny Omega or the young bucks or, you know, Eddie Kingston or, or Adam page or, you know what I mean? It, it'll be really interesting to see that. Well, yeah, that, that, that that's the biggest thing that I'm most curious about and, and kind of excited about, because uh, because of two things: one, the reaction, as you mentioned, and I also want to see like, like guys like Orange Cassidy, uh, who the internet world loves. You know, is is he going to be over? You know, is he going to be booed out of the building? You know, I mean, obviously Jericho and yeah. these other guys are going to have the love that they have, whether they're heel or face. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that and to see how storylines work. You know, is WWE going to magically? I, I thought Monday's Raw was probably the best Raw of the year. I I thought yeah, I thought well, it's not saying much. <laughs> I'd say it was perfect, but with uh, the uh, uh, money in the bank qualifiers, uh, the you know, the new day, Bobby Lashley stuff. I I really liked how that was done, and the upsets. I mean, you know, maybe that's what made it better. Is you know, you had Drew McIntyre losing cleanly to yes, uh, you know, to Austin, uh, RK Bro. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden, but uh, that guy. Um, Riddle. <laughs> I started with Riddle. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, and and some of the other losses, and um, 
it, it just makes, I don't know. I mean, it'll make uh, Money in the Bank different. And uh, I don't know, I, I just enjoyed the show for the first time in a really you long say, time. You say, you say that, but then um, they're doing a, a last chance match where Drew's going to win, let's be honest. My thing yeah. is this. Even if Drew wins, like let's just say hypothetically Drew wins Money in the Bank, okay? Let's just say hypothetically. He gets in, he wins the match. If if Bobby Lashley is still champion, he should not be allowed to cash in his briefcase. I would like that. I I if they if they allow him to cash in to get around that storyline, that to get around that that you can't challenge Bobby Lashley anymore for the championship, I am going to be super annoyed. And I'm a Drew McIntyre fan. I love Drew McIntyre. But if they go around that way, I'm going to be really annoyed. There's other people I want to see Bobby Lashley face. I don't need Drew McIntyre again. Um and also stop making it like stop undoing your stipulations like a week later. It's it's gonna drive yeah. me nuts. Um I'm with Philip. He thinks that Cesaro is gonna win and cash in on Roman. I do too. I do too. I'm I'm for that one. Like and again, I want to go with the storyline that I created last last week where he gets it, he says when he's gonna cash in, and he stops even paying attention to Roman and it drives Roman insane because Cesaro won't acknowledge him. You know what I mean? Like he won't even pay attention to him going into the match. You know, like that gets inside Roman's head. I like it. Yeah. Um but yes, nice, to see Edge. nice to see yes. Edge back by the way in SmackDown. So uh he looked good. He looked good. I thought it was a little weird going into like um money in the bank though. I was like, really? I figured big match like that, you might be saving it for another day. But I mean, all right, sure, money in the bank. Because supposedly we're pivoting supposedly. We're pivoting to John Cena for SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, that's going to be a quick turn. Like, that's not going to make Edge look great. Come back for this, lose immediately, and then he's out of the picture. You know, like, uh, I don't. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame because this match, speaking of live shows, will not be in front of a live crowd. This is like a week before they have the return, which means, and I'll ask you this this, this applies to AEW and WWE. Um, but, uh, but, it's you know, are we going to see more surprises? Because we're assuming Becky is coming back when there's live people. Because there's no point to waste her, yeah, uh, on a non-live show at this point. Uh, I mean, it's probably the biggest anticipated return. But I'm thinking of other people been released. You, you know, are you going to want that pop? Or because I think it was TNT gave AEW hard time saying, hey, you know, we don't want a surprise. We want to know well, who's going to be there. Well, Money in the Bank is going to be in front of a crowd. I is it? I thought it was going to be in the performance center. Is that? No, it's in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, well then, okay. Then maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it'll happen. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I yeah, thought, it, yeah. I thought, but I'm no, pretty no, sure it it's is, in Fort it Worth, is, Texas, it's, right? It's, okay. Yeah. It's, it's in Fort Worth, yeah. So, so maybe that's where it is. I mean, she's been uh, training at the Performance Center. So, you, you, I mean, somebody's going to show up at that show. Uh, you, know, you know, that's going to happen. Um, you know, maybe even Brock. I mean, you know they got to load the show with some big names. And I figure AEW, you know, once they have the, the shows and they can get the pops – of uh, yeah. you know some of these former WWE guys or you know whoever it is, um, agreed. You know I'll, I'll be curious on that. So, all right. Well, without further ado, I say we move from that into let's talk about their last pay per view. That was the last one in front of no people, no crowd. <laughs> uh, the last Thunderdome pay per view, WWE Hell in a Cell, and uh, see how they did. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and spoiler alert: they did all right. They did pretty good. <laughs> for their last pay-per-view in front of the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, yeah, Thunderdome era has been weird for sure, but it um but you know what? It served its purpose and um 
I, for one, will look back fondly on the Thunderdome as something that got us through a very hard time, an innovation that got us through yeah. a very difficult time. Yeah, it, it so. was uh, much better than just a performance center. Yes, and, agreed. Um, with you know, you need you need, you need the pipe in town, and you know, you have to people have complain yeah. about that. Uh, go go back to you know Saturday night's main event or old wrestling challenge or superstars. Uh, all that sound was piped in. Uh, it just, right. the, it's just you know, I mean, there was crowd noises. But they piped in a lot. I mean, guys were getting pops that, you know, probably didn't have pops or whatever. I mean, unless you're Hulk Hogan at the time or Ricky Steamboat or Savage or Warrior. That's, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be one <laughs> of the things that I'm most excited to see when we get back in front of a live crowd is who's getting pops. Because we haven't heard legitimate pops in a year and a half, roughly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I want to see who is getting the pops. I, I need to know. <laughs> uh, well, well, Alexa Bliss will be the whole character. Is that is that going to work? I mean, yeah, you know, she did the cameo thing before Hell in the Cell, and I think hers was outrageously priced and it sold out. But other stars like Charlotte and Cesaro, they weren't. Really yeah, but I don't think selling. they're making up those prices. That's that's you know what I mean. That I, that's because WWE's controlling it now. WWE's well, coming up with the prices. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. it's but hers sold out. Yeah, which is a shame because but that's what the superstars. We're doing, but now that WWE controls all that, you know. No, By the way, and I saw the internet going ape over this guy who posted the, his video. He gave, the the thing he got from Alexa Bliss. He posted it because he was excited, right? And you know, um, and he spent the money on it. And good, you know, who cares? If he has the money to spend on it. Good for him. And people yeah. going crazy, calling him a well, you know a simp or whatever they call people these days. Um, it's just look, who gives a crap if he wants to spend his money that way, and he wants to support you know a wrestler that he likes, a, a performer he likes. I don't care. I, it doesn't matter to me. Let the guy be happy. What does it matter to anyone? I don't understand this. Um, just stupid. But I, I'm with you on that. And then again, I'm, I'm 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 really interested to see how fans react to certain people. I'm, I'm interested to see how they react to her. I'm interested in how they react to um, Roman Reigns. I'm interested in to see how they react. Yeah, because you know they're going to cheer him instead of boo him, right? Like we know that's well, but but at Mania, I mean, I think they. Not know what was piped and what wasn't, but I I, th I thought the crowd was was you know how they should have been towards Roman at Mania. I mean that was the only time we, you know the last year we've had you know a, a crowd you know spread right. out as they were you know which and then I don't I don't know what they controlled. I mean you know who knows what WWE is going to control when they go back to these shows. I mean that's the other thing too. It's like oh they're uh, you know they're they're booing uh, you know a face for whatever reason you know they're they're, they're you know, they're cheering Sami Zayn. We don't want that. What's Ed Boos in there? Or the other? Yeah, they're cheering. Uh, I think we're know, gonna see. I think we're gonna, we're gonna have to see a readjustment of characters once uh, once the, we get back to live crowds because I like Michael says they're gonna cheer Lashley. He feels like, and you're not gonna be able to ignore ignore that. And I think you, I think Michael might be right. I think there might be a really positive response for Lashley, to which you know maybe they need to do a bit of a shift on him. Not necessarily make him a good guy, but make him a kind of middle of the road. You know. Uh, a tweener type character who, yeah. who, you know what I mean? Who they can cheer if they want to, because I mean, it, it's, it's silly when he's trying to be an over the top heel and people are just cheering, you know what I mean? Well, but they've been like, not like tweening, but like, you know, the whole coming after retribution last year, it's like, yeah. Hey, you know, you want us to be this, you know, that, that, that's a face move. And then, you know, and then the whole thing with Kofi, I, Monday where he just said, yeah, we'll, we'll do a match. I mean, you know, and, and, not like as a heel backing down or whatever. He's just, uh, just hey, yeah, you got your match. It's like, you know, I respect you as we say, but you say, but like, we'll have a match. And, and then beating in a great match, Xavier Woods clean, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, there was a lot, well, not every finish was clean on, on Raw, but, but you know, for that right. kind of match, it was good to make up for, you know, the uh, the ending we'll talk about when we get to the uh, the last match of the pay-per-view. Right. Oh, so. All right, well. Um, yep, that match happened. Yep, pre-show the tally beat the Manny Rose. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to do with the tag team, <laughs> who cares? All right. Uh, all right. Uh, they kicked off the show officially. Uh, Women's Hell in the Cell, as we uh, called it. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Um, you know what? I, it was brutal. For, yeah. Uh, it was good. Match. Yeah. Was, uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed it. I, I, I definitely, uh, uh, the two women worked really, really hard. Um, they busted their asses, like you said. It was brutal, uh, but I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed watching it. It didn't feel like it dragged on to me at all. At some point, I mean, the hair uh, obviously, and Bailey has been the best at using Bianca's hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this something that's? I mean, obviously, it's going to be a part of Bianca's repertoire, if you will. Uh, is I mean, how, how does this change? You know, I mean, is, is she at one point? You know, they're not going to be able to get her out. You know, somebody going to cut. I mean, nobody's going to cut the hair, but could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> if you, know, you don't think that event, if you don't think Vince McMahon thought that the second he saw Bianca, that at some point that that's going to be a stipulation, um, you're crazy. I guarantee you, Vince is salivating over that fact. Yeah, you, you um, know, you think like a, like a Brutus Barber type hedge clippers is going to come out and yeah, you know. but um, she and I don't understand why she doesn't do this. She used to in um, NXT, she'd wrap it up into a bun on her head. You know yeah. what I mean for the majority of her match. And she'd pull it out sometimes, but usually uses a weapon because she was a heel. And I'm like, why? Why? Let's let's do that again. Let's wrap it up so that enemies can't use it against her. Like after a while, you just look stupid for having the long hair if it keeps getting used against you. Yeah. So like at a certain point, she needs to do something. Like learn from that in some way, shape, or form. But I mean, still overall, really good match. Really good match. Both ladies worked hard. Uh, Bailey is the absolute MVP in this for all the bumps she took. Clearly, that last one on the ladder. Yeah, yeah, I don't like seeing anybody take that, and uh, that was uh, that was uh, painful. Uh, yeah, Bianca went up. Patrine's got a good question. Who's next for Bianca? Well, I mean, uh, based on Friday, it looked like uh, Bailey. <laughs> I mean, based well, based on Friday, that's who it looked like. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Um, it, it, clearly, whoever wins the uh, women's money in the bank could be a threat. So we'll have to see that. But that's what that's that's what it looked like. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. What a match! I I enjoyed it. You know, the ending was fine. Um, I, it was, I mean, it's kind of weird to see you know the whole roll up thing, which kind of tells me you know it's not over. There's gonna be a payoff match, or maybe you know the whole maybe something of Money in the Bank. Although I'd like to see him in the Money in the Bank match. Like I didn't I didn't see SmackDown on Friday. I'm a little bit behind with my wrestling. So Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, really good match. Obviously not you know the 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 five star match that a lot of us would like to see, but still a very very good match with uh, Seth getting the clean sneaky finish um so that which is funny because he's lost to cesaro so many times now but now he's like we're even (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of funny to me well you know and i kind of figured when i saw the highlights leading to the match is that on smackdown you know cesaro pushed down you know seth rollins i thought oh crap that's reverse momentum so rollins is going to win this match so yeah i should had i known that i'd seen smackdown before Hell in the cell. I, I would have made that prediction for Rollins because I think I picked Cesaro so they could move on to the team. But I'm fine. If we get another match, that's fine. This is one that I'll, I'll take another one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next match, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That, that's saying a lot for this. No, uh, okay. 
yeah, not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Does that make it good? No, not necessarily. But it, if I'm grading it like A, B, C, D, E, F, or, you know, what, or A, B, C, D, F, whatever, um, probably a C. Probably somewhere in that range. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might go a little higher, but I might be grading on the curve. <laughs> maybe, but either way, passable, but I didn't love it. Um, it, it went way better than I thought it was going to go. So I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Um, I will say this when it comes to having wrestling matches, I think like say bliss versus the fiend uh, bliss, I think has had the better matches because the fiend has, has been a lot more other than a the couple. Fiend like is the not, yeah. The, but I mean, none of them are really, I don't know. They got to find a way to make these characters work a little better inside wrestling matches because they can't all, all be these gimmicky type matches. They, they they need to have some standard wrestling matches. Um, but either way, uh, passable match, uh, Alexa Bliss gets the win, is what it is. Patrina, I'm not a Shayna fan, but why do they keep making her lose? Well, because she's a champion, so naturally she has to lose all the time. Yeah, um, well, not the tag team champion. But... <laughs> well, yeah, she was. You're right. She was a tag team champion, so naturally. But now, unfortunately, she's paired up with this group and kind of stuck in this almost comedy role which doesn't really work for, for Shayna. No. I'm trying to figure something out here. Maybe you can help me out. Probably not, but Alexa okay. Bliss, Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. Nia Jax. Who's the face? Who's the heel? I, I can't. Oh, I, I, okay. I can help you with this one. I can help you yeah, with this one. Yeah, help me out. Um, the, the, the reason you don't know is because WWE doesn't know. So oh. since they don't know, none of us really know. <laughs> Uh, because I, but I mean, realistically, if you're looking at it from the perspective of who's been wronged here, um, I mean, Alexa Bliss allegedly used her voodoo magic, whatever on Shayna first. So it kind of makes sense. Shayna would be mad. Um, but then Shayna stomping on the doll, calling it a stupid doll. Is that? And the other thing I dude, who knows? Who cares? I just wanted to move on. Am I supposed to have sympathy for Naya and Reginald and, and the whole, you know, um, and their TikToks, yes, with the, the control and all. It's just I can't can't figure it out. And I'm like, who am I? Who, you know, when I go I back to the live show, who am I supposed to cheer for, Sean? I laughed my ass off when Alexa Bliss made Nia slap Reginald, dude. I laughed <laughs> so I almost spit a drink across the room. That was I was I did not see that coming, but it was great. <laughs> I, I, I will say this because Reginald's background in um, like Cirque du or whatever. The dude's a yeah. great bump machine. I, I know people don't understand, like, oh, yeah, everything he does. He's here to take bumps and look great doing it. Um, yep. That's his role. He's, he's doing his role great. Um, you know, I, I mean, for as bizarre as everything is, as Philip said, the whole feud is weird in general. It is. Reginald, at least, is, you know, is just doing his job. So. Yeah, whatever absolutely. He's absolutely. All right. The next match. Um, the outcome didn't surprise me exactly, but more the fact that it was pretty clean. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was going to write. I thought it was going to write Owens off TV for a little while. Supposedly he's taking time away, but then he came back, and now they're going to have a last man standing match. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe that'll write Owens off TV for a little bit. <laughs> I, sure, I don't know. Um, I mean, match, the match was good. The match was good. It was. It's always hard hitting between these two guys. Um, and they did a good job and Sammy did a really good job of working over, uh, Owens and injured Owens and taking advantage. I thought Sammy and Owens both look good in this match. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The effort was there. Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm happy. Like Sammy's a guy I really respect. I know we've talked about many times in the show, like he would never be a world champion. Um, uh, you know, just because of how he's been treated, but 
he's had like kind of like you know the Lashley resurgence on Raw. He's kind of had his own resurgence in the last six months. And the fact that you know I still got the goofy character. I shouldn't say goofy, but the outspoken character. Um, his wrestling has been so much better. You're letting him yeah. wrestle without the goofiness, and I love it because the dude's talented, and I'm enjoying his matches. Beforehand, his he wasn't when he was doing the goofy over the top like conspiracy yada yada yada. There, he wasn't doing a ton of offensive wrestling. He was generally getting his ass kicked and then kind of maybe would occasionally slide something in um, and get lucky. Um, but with this, he is, like you said, they're allowing him to actually wrestle, and he looks good doing it. So I'm yeah. glad I'm glad they've gone this route. He looks great. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I because mean, it comes in spurts before this was that uh, ladder match last year where he uh, handcuffed yeah. uh, AJ Styles and all that. And it was like, yeah, let this guy do what he's doing right now and, and – and it don't stop him. But en- enjoyable match for what it was. And Sammy winning clean. Did not see that coming. So nope. I'm, I'm happy nope, for that. Um, this was probably the um, the biggest uh, letdown uh, of the night. It was Ree Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the uh, Raw. Well, you know what's so funny is I was enjoying the match right up until the end. Um, I was enjoying the match because I thought, because, God, those two women lay their shots in stiff. And it looks good. Yes. Um, and I like that because it looked like a fight and I really enjoyed that. So I was, I was really enjoying the match. And then we get the week finish where, you know what, if we had gone into this and Charlotte was kind of a face and Ripley was, was eh, a face, you know, face, whatever. And then we were using this moment to kind of turn her or to start turning her. That would be one thing. But we went into this with both of them kind of being sort of heels and, yeah. you know, so it's like, why am I supposed to care that Ripley did this? It just seems lame. It seems like a lame non-finish because you don't want Charlotte to get beat. You know, and I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, it just didn't work for me. Well, it sounds like they pipe in cheers for Rhea, so I guess she's supposed to be the face, but she doesn't. But how, is that face. A fa- how is that a face response? Yeah, or how is yeah, that a face I, move? I, I don't know. I don't. I was thinking, like, when you know, Becky was, um, you know, the heel, and she beat our Charlotte, and she had this match with Charlotte, I think, in Australia. Yeah. Like, or whatever, yeah, and you know, you know, she got DQ'd or whatever. The to keep the title, beat, yeah, she beat the hell out of everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, they cheered her, but she was supposed to be the heel. It's almost like the same thing here. It's like this is the heel. similar, similar, yeah. except that, except that, uh, Rhea, um, like you said, the the news is piped in, so yeah. it's like, so the thing that happened with Becky was an organic crowd response, you know. This isn't. This is you forcing the crowd response via your machines, which doesn't work. In fact, it almost guarantees that it's going to backfire when live crowds come back. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, I also it, think right it, off the bat, I think we're going to see a lot of cheers for people who normally wouldn't get cheers right off the bat, just because people are happy to be there live again. Um, so I think there will be an adjustment period of a few weeks before we really see where everybody lies. Well, well I'm curious. Their opening matches have to be kind of like it was for Mania. Where you have Drew versus Bobby, you're gonna why you put your bigger stars first in those matches because then right. the crowd's gonna get you know, their energy up for you know who they think they should be up. So you're gonna yeah. see some you know weird balance on the cards, I think, because oh the crowd's gonna be hot. Oh well, we're gonna well, we'll start this. we'll start with one of the one of the money in the bank matches most likely. You know what I mean? Yeah. This time around, whether it's the men's or the women's, yeah. 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 See, so how is getting DQ'd acceptable now or unacceptable now? Um, well, it was all, it's always technically unacceptable. It's, it's, but, but you know, but now because they have a rematch, but you brings up a point because, you know, on Raw, you know, if, if the heel kept their championships, they'd be like, well, okay, you got to fight for your rematch. 
But because the face did, it's like, well, she gets an automatic rematch. So, sure. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I thought that was stupid, too, when they said it, because I like I remember rolling my eyes when they said it, because I was like, wait, hold on. This has been done a million times. It's called Champions Advantage. It's like it's 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 this is a thing. Um, Yeah, I agree that that unless they're going to start enforcing this regularly now, uh, it's it's not. Yeah, they may as well do away with the thing where where you get to keep the belt by disqualification. What what I'd like to see. Well, two things they could have done. One is they could have made this a match where if if Rhea gets DQ'd again, Charlotte wins the title or they could have presented it as like Rhea just lost her cool. Not like a way to keep the title where afterwards she's like, well, I'm still champion. Say my name. Say I'm still the champion. But maybe it's yeah. a situation where, you know, Charlotte goes to cheat. Ref doesn't see it. And then Rhea gets caught. You know, I right. would have liked that. I would have been fine yeah. with that ending had they gone with that. And you could have been like, hey, wait a minute. You know, she did it first. And now you're seeing me. Now now I got to fight her again because of this. Like, I would have yeah. liked that. That would have been better. Yeah. Than, you know, than it. DQ ending that we got in this match that just ruined the ending for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. One, one, yeah, good match, match, bad ending. Oh, you mean yeah. the one <clears throat> match? <clears throat> and now for the main event of the evening, a Hell in a Cell WWE Championship match between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, and it was Drew McIntyre's last chance, quote unquote. For uh, to win the title from Bobby Lashley, if he doesn't win this match, then he can't try ch- challenge Bobby for the title again. Um, while Bobby's champion, he can't get a, cha- a title match. Now, I said at the beginning, if he wins Money in the Bank, they better not let him cash in on Bobby. In fact, what I would do is maybe tease it like Drew thinks he can get away with that. Um, but I would literally have him do it and then have them come back out and be like, no, 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 no. And then give the title back to Bobby. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> just, j- yeah, just to make, and Hey, that'd be a good thing to do for in front of live crowds. Cause crowds are going to pop for a big title change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you do that. That might put some heat on Bobby. You never know. Um, but either way, um, the match itself was good. Um, these two guys again, beat the living hell out of each other. It's kind of what they do. Um, but they put in a ton, a ton of work with a lot of near falls, uh, and a lot of the momentum shifting back and forth, by the way. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But these guys have very physical encounters, I, I think, which works out so well, which is probably some of the reasons too. Sometimes when you see these matches and they have two or three is because they do get along. Uh, Michael brings up a good point. You know, uh, Rocky Versino was once in a lifetime. <laughs> yes yes yeah. once in a lifetime so, yeah so anything's possible it was great i mean the ending was what it was i mean i was hoping lashley would win clean just to end the feud and they can move on um which is weird because drew lost clean on, on you know to riddle on raw the next night but uh but they did a good storyline with like well you know he wrestled two nights in the row but sort of lashley lashley was great against xavier woods who uh, did wrestle on uh on the pay-per-view but the ending with uh the distract uh mvp grabbing his leg and then uh uh actually just uh, with a roll-up after 25 minutes he wins with a roll-up like the old ecw matches where he put a guy through 80 tables and then he went with yes a yeah agreed agreed <laughs> it's the it's the ring of honor special now yeah <laughs> it's uh but hey you know what but it was a good match from the beginning to the end um i really enjoyed all of it but I want them to stick to the stipulation that Bobby and Drew can't wrestle for the title again, at least not during this title reign. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, if Bobby, that's something I've never seen come back up. Say Bobby drops the title to somebody and then he gets it back later. Um, 
to me, it'd be yeah, funny pretty- if Drew McIntyre came out and was like, all right, hey, hey, you know. And he's like, no, 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 you can't challenge me for the title. And the, uh, you know, the authority figure comes out and goes, I uh, technically that applied to your previous title reign, not this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be kind of funny. I've never seen them do that. Um, yeah, because they've had and, that stipulation in the past, I think, with Edge or Cena or somebody yeah. challenge somebody but yeah. after 40 rematches. Yeah, well, you oh. know. I mean, I, I will say that. Charm. <laughs> uh, the matches weren't bad. Um, no. But nothing happened that if you didn't watch this pay-per-view, I'm never going to be one to say, well, you don't need to see it because you didn't miss anything. But I'm uh, going to be honest. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, kind of. You kind of didn't. Uh, you know, I, I, I give it a, a seven only for the fact that um, the wrestling was great. Um, but nothing happened that, like, you have to go see the show, Sean. You got to go see it if you didn't see it. Uh, that's how I feel. Right. I only said yeah. I lose the point because, like I said, um, if, if, you didn't, if you didn't see the show, it wasn't must see. You know, if you if you just skipped ahead and watched uh, Mick Foley with uh, Steve Austin instead, uh, that was, you know, probably better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think that it's not, I don't know. Like, like you said, it's not one of those shows that people have to go out of their way to see it's it's it because everything kind of mattered so little in the sense that there were no huge changes. There were no, nothing big came out of this show, which is a problem I have with the busy, like packed schedule. W excuse me. WWE has um, these days is because they have so many filler pay-per-views that we're like, we're just trying to get to SummerSlam. Like we just yeah. need to get to SummerSlam. And yeah, so like we just have this paper, which somebody brought up the other day, would you like to see AEW do more pay-per-views? And I'm like, no. No, four a year is good. Four a year and four a year, and then I think they do four um special uh dynamite. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm good with that. Keep it the, keep it the way it is. I love that schedule. I guess like NXT has and it works. WWE back back in the day, but mm-hmm. back in my day, uh was four shows here. It was the big four. You had the Rumble, you had Mania, mm-hmm. you had SummerSlam, you had Survivor Series, and then you had a King in the Ring at some point, which was a great, you know, one one day tournament kind of thing and progressed storylines. And then they started adding those in your house pay per views and they went every month. Um right. No, because like this year, like as you said, it's it's a filler pay per view. None of these feuds really ended other than Lashley versus uh McIntyre. But right. yeah, so Hell in a Cell should end things. Yeah, it, it, but it didn't seem like Final. I mean, that's what the hell in the shell should be. You know, if Bailey and, and Bianca are still talking on Friday after all this, yeah, then then hell in the cell didn't mean anything. You know, I mean, and the other feuds. You know, obviously you got Owens and Zayn again. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole Alexa Bliss thing still going on. Rollins and Cesaro still going on, and Charlotte and Rhea. So everything continues. It just is just a little chapter, and then the next chapter is going to happen, and you can skip this part. Of the Pretty much, yeah, I agree. I agree. But again, I think I'm going to be with you. Uh, seven, seven and a half is probably about the range I put it in as well. So Yeah. Wrestling is good. Pointless show. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gearing up towards uh, Money in the Bank now. That'll be more exciting. So uh, we'll we'll see if we have more of the participants locked in by the time we go ahead, go ahead next week. Um, and also, we'll see if anybody else gets released by the time we do the show again next yeah. week. Because, good Lord, they are releasing talent hand over fist right now. So we'll see what happens. Um, But but Trine wants to know what's up with the uh, other Uso brother not being there now. Jay Uso, who she's talking about, who's been with Roman this whole time. Now Jimmy's there and Jay's not. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure where the story's going there. I kind of halfway thought for a second. I was like, man, I wish they were like, I wish like all of a sudden they did something different. Like they were wearing long sleeve shirts or something like that or whatever. And we could reveal that this was Jay with him the whole time and not Jimmy. You know what I mean? Just like, 
I don't know, do some kind of twin twin magic thing. But um, I, I don't I don't know what the deal is with him not being there right now. We'll see, I suppose. Um, well, I, it I don't appears uh, it's like a kayfabe angle where Jay quit SmackDown, so that's why Jimmy is petitioning to be Roman's right hand man, which just seems obviously something to set up Roman probably, you know, getting a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, Jimmy, you know, turning on Roman or whatever, and that, and then probably J2 down the road. So that's the story is that Jay quit, and then Jimmy's uh, wants to be Roman's right hand man, which just seems weird out of the blue. Yeah, but why did he quit? Yeah, it's, it's really this whole thing kind of. See, this is to me, um, it seems I don't know, like this whole part of the story seems a little me- messed up in the sense that we didn't do a good job of, of telling you that Jay supposedly quit. Um, we didn't yeah. do a good job of telling you why Jay supposedly quit. And we didn't do a good job of telling you why Jimmy supposedly just all of us, all of a sudden, literally all of a sudden had this turnabout like uh, of, of where he's like, Oh no, uh, I'm, I'm, I changed my mind. You know what I mean? I'm going to be on your side yeah. now because he was not on his side beforehand. Yeah. Cause, um, cause no, nothing things, drastic happened. Yeah. Cause most things have been going out of this shoot has been really well done. And as I'm reading yeah. this, well, none of this makes sense right now. So, cause you yeah, had the whole big what if thing I liked with the Usos and Roman, which is fine. But, you know, unless, you know, is, is Jay hurt or something else going on that, he, you know, he needs a couple of weeks off. So, right. You got this Jimmy right. thing going. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. The story continues. We'll see. So, in any event. All right. Until next week when we will uh, get with the, the, I guess we'll just kind of tackle normal stuff next week because we don't have a yeah. show preview or, or anything. Well, wow. Wow. It'll be nice to do a normal show for a change. Uh, remember, <laughs> you can uh, find us all the time on uh, fm99.com and 1069thefox.com. You can find us right under the media tab, Eat Sleep Podcast, beat your most recent episode there for you all the time. Also, find us on all your podcasting apps. If you search for ESPR Wrestling, give us a five star rating and a review when you do. We greatly appreciate it. In addition to that, social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99 to interact with us. And, of course, email us, ESPR at FM99.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. We love getting your opinions and whatnot and uh, comments and concerns and thoughts on uh, maybe other things you'd like to see us cover, old wrestling shows and whatnot. Yeah, um, we'll do rest review, maybe our money in the bank. Patrine, why are women's wrestling as tag teams to qualify the money in the bank? Because they don't have a good plan, Patrine, because WWE doesn't have a good plan. And only some of the women are wrestling as tag teams because on SmackDown um, – uh, uh, Sonny Deville was just naming women that were going to be in Money in the Bank. So yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, we just really have no plan for this, do we, whatsoever? Um, and and, and team, Nikki teaming up, okay, and Nikki teaming with Alexa was completely bizarre. And, and, and Alexa making a hot tag was even weirder on Raw. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was weird for sure. In any event, ESPR at FM99.com if you want to find us all of the time. And until next week, everybody remember to... Um, don't be a jerk on the internet to people. I'm just going to put that out there right now. And in addition to that, eat, sleep, podcast, and... Repeat. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>